0: Praise God. Praise God. Lord bless you this morning. You may be seated. Going to let our classes go back. Thank you, singers. God bless you. What an awesome job this morning they have done. Hallelujah. Singing this song to us. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Man, I'm telling you what, we are among the blessed people. Hallelujah. Thank God for the good United States of America that we still have what liberties we got to come and have this opportunity to worship the Lord and call on His name, have a place that we can gather together to worship Him. That we're not restricted, we're not bound, that you are know, not able to call on Him and to, to give Him glory and to give Him praise. I see and realize that we're living in a nation, amen. No doubt, is making some decisions. And it's a, it's, a, it's a sign, amen, of turning their back on God and God's righteousness. But I still believe there's still some among us, amen, such as you, hallelujah, that's coming, amen, believing and calling on God and turning our faces unto Jesus Christ, knowing there is a help and there is one that will help us, that one that loves us and guide us along this way. I haven't made it yet, you haven't made it. So we need this one to help us we need him to guide us we have no chance against the lucifer we don't have no chance against the devil if it wasn't for the one called jesus christ i've had people question me at times and saying well where was god at i said i promise you god was there if you don't believe God's in your life and working for you, just tell him to take his hands off. Just tell him to back off and leave you alone and let the devil have his way and you'll find out in just a little while, amen, that God's mercy and grace was there. Even though we may fail to acknowledge it sometimes and the enemy, enemy seems to have a way to, to disguise it and cover it up and, and he, even then he won't suppose the question, where is your God? I'll tell you what, my God's at. I'm glad he didn't come off the cross. How about you? I'm glad he didn't listen to the naysayers and to those that said that they would believe him if he he would come off the cross no they wouldn't they didn't believe him after a man performing all the miracles and prophecies and, and the things that took place in his three and a half years of ministry they wouldn't have believed in them hallelujah but i'm thankful he stayed on that cross and paid a price that you and i couldn't pay hey man that wasn't his cross that was my cross. hallelujah that wasn't his tomb he went into that was my tomb he went into hallelujah because he didn't know any sin and no gal was found in his mouth but he paid a price i'm telling you that no other lamb could pay he paid a price and no bullet could pay Hallelujah, he paid a price for you and I, a debt that I owed. A debt, amen, that fell on me. But he paid a price that I couldn't pay. Hallelujah, thank God for the one called Jesus Christ on this Sunday morning. Oh, we got a beautiful lesson here today. Hallelujah, the promise of the resurrection. How many believes in the resurrection this morning? Amen, I believe in the resurrection. Tasted of it, experienced it. Amen. To a certain degree, at least, a down payment of it. Hallelujah! The resurrection of the soul, the resurrection of the heart, the newness of the mind. These are promises given to to those that hears the gospel and humbles themselves unto the gospel and the power thereof. Amen. We become the light of the world. We become the salt of the earth. Hallelujah! Through none other but Jesus Christ is how we attain these things. He told his disciples, He said, "You're going to do greater things than I've done." What did He mean by that? He said, "I'm going to the Father now. Now through." whosoever amen it's not just the Jews it's not just going to be the Israelites but now he's going to reach out and break down the barriers the walls and even the Gentiles the heathens the dogs that's who that's who we was considered as amen we was without hope we without promise. amen to a man called Jesus Christ come on the scene if anybody ought to be excited about Jesus Christ it ought to be Gentile people well who is Gentiles Gentiles anybody that's not an orthodox Jew it's not a full-blooded Jew amen everybody else is a Gentile and everybody else they man had to fall under the apron of the covering of the blood of Jesus Christ and we had no hope and no access and no promises and no covenant with God amen until the man called Jesus came on the scene hallelujah oh I'm so thankful this morning when you start getting a real revelation of who Jesus is you get a real experience and a personal experience amen and make him your own personal savior and that's what you and I've got to do we got to make it a personal encounter amen you know why because that was my tomb because that was my cross amen but he took it from me amen that I can have life and life more abundantly in this world, but not only in this world, but in that one to come because outside of Jesus Christ I didn't have any promise. Outside of Jesus Christ I didn't have any hope. Outside of Jesus Christ I didn't have any joy. But now through Jesus Christ I've experienced something's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Out of our bellies can flow the wells of living waters. Hey, I'm telling you this church is alive and well and burning. I'm telling you church is going to survive. The church is going to be victorious. The church is coming out of the grave. The church is going to be raptured in a moment. The church is going to be all right. I'm going to try to slow down. I'm not promising nothing, but I'm going to try. Promise of the resurrection. It's nothing like it. And it's a promise to all of us. It's a promise that we can experience. A promise that that we can be a part of, amen. It's not something we just talk about and sing about, but it's something that you can literally experience through the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about, amen, experiencing this resurrection, the newness of life, man, the the ability to, to live and to be victorious, and to live overcoming and victorious lives. Amen. In Christ Jesus. This is the power of God's grace. Amen. To, uh, that the elements of this world, the spirit of iniquity, the scripture talks about it, the mystery of it, the power of it, how that the secret means and ways of how it works. The devil's working no doubt over time. He's using every element that he possibly can, every area, every opportunity that he can to defile mankind, to pollute mankind, to rob them of where he was at. He knows where you're headed. He's he's had a he's been there. He was the one that was once doing the singing and the playing and worshiping God with no restrictions, with no interference. He knows what it was like to walk in those stones, in that place of beauty, of God. And so he's going to work with everything that's within his power and ability to deceive and to rob and to steal. The Bible in one place calls him the God of this world, the prince of the air. Amen. And blinded. The God of this world has blinded. I don't want to be blinded this morning. How about you? I don't want to be deceived today. Hallelujah, the ultimate goal for each one of us. I want to hear him say, "Well done. I want to experience him, a man upon this earth in the power and demonstration that he would have us to experience him. A man Pentecost. The day of Pentecost, the outpouring of God's Spirit that was prophesied years and years and and then the resurrection, the resurrection, the importance of it. We've sung about and, and up to this part there's been a lot of focus on the blood and on the cross. But can I tell you something this morning? If that grade had not emptied out, that cross would have been in vain. That blood that was shed would have been in vain if it hadn't been an empty tomb three days later. Everybody on the face of the earth questioned it. The devil used the powers and the government and the authorities that he had upon this earth. Paul helps us understand some of that when he talks about spiritual wickedness in high places. That's, that's positions, that's holding certain offices, passing certain, certain laws and things to hinder the work of God. If you listen to some nations in some country, they call it a hate crime whenever you preach against certain types and forms of sin. Sounds to me like they hate them. That's like a parent, a man, encouraging their baby to, to pet a rattlesnake when he's called and ready to strike. Hmm. Ain't a whole lot of difference. But thank God for this resurrection. But I tell you what what we need on this earth is a resurrection of revelation of the gospel of the doctrines of Jesus Christ and to walk in that, that beautiful light and that transforming power that makes us that new creation. You see it's not just something on the outward but it works from the inside out. The real beauty of holiness starts from within and works its way out. It tames a tongue. That James said that no man could tame, man. had tamed all type of animals and their tongues and things and their nature, and, but man's tongue—only God, only God can do that. So, so let's as we watch this. So, where are we at? Where are we at? The writer, you look at the lesson connection here, and I want to make just take a little time and try to make this connection. A man of Victor uh, Frankel—he he—he wrote a book, and it's called *Man's*. A man search for meaning. He wrote this book, A man, concentration Consecration Champs of Germany and the, the lives that they had to live, at those moments and times and what they had to face and the difficulty of trying to survive. He likens it, he said, A man, if, if they could find one pea in their soup. A man, at nighttime in the sleeping quarters, they would bargain for a crumb of dry bread. But yet, different ones that, that that would would persevere and press on, but, but he likened unto them as dead men walking. Amen. Dead men walking. Uh, you and I both have seen the pictures, the, the pictures it looks like just skeletons with skin stretched over it. Amen. It looks like it the individuals with their, their cheeks so hollowed in and the, their eyes bulging out because of the lack of nutrition and the lack of food and water and proper care a man legs and arms that would be you know just this big around and 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 so we, we've seen those pictures so we have a little idea and so the connection he wanted to make here is the same likeness unto you and I spiritually speaking amen without God without the man, without the Holy Ghost working in our lives. Spiritually speaking we we just make it from one day to the next and we struggle but yet we're vulnerable and we're, we're held to, uh, open. Amen. We don't have an, uh, the, the comforter and we don't have the guiding voice that we need to help us along this journey of life. Amen. But it's not God's will for any of us to be like that. But it's God's will. He, he wants to come and I'm telling you he wants to go home with you and I just like he did with Zacchaeus when he called him out of that sycamore tree that day. Day, and said I want to go home with you and so likewise Jesus Christ this resurrection that we're here to celebrate this morning and give knowledge to amen and recognition to amen this resurrecting power wants to go home with you and I this morning he, he wants us to take it home with us and he wants it to be a, a, a part of our lives and work in our lives our minds and our hearts and our spirits help to mold us and shape us and guide us along this journey in this earth because while there's a journey There's a course. Hello, you're all on a course. I'm going to touch some of this with him with scriptures in just a few minutes. But here we are, amen, what an opportunity you and I've got, amen, that we're not we're not in the grave, amen, the Bible makes it clear, there's no praise in the grave, in fact, the writer, amen, trying to get the attention of God in the time of his struggle, amen, and struggles against the enemy, and he brings it to God's attention, he says, God, there's no praise in the grave, there's no acknowledging you in the grave, hallelujah, can't do any of that, and so he used that as leverage, hallelujah, that the enemy would now have its way in his life, and to take him out out before he had the opportunity amen to acknowledge him and to serve him and to know him and the power of his resurrection that's really where it lies this morning to know him for yourself and the power of his resurrection hallelujah have you ever seen something dead have you ever seen something that was a dead corpse how hopeless it looked, amen how lifeless it looks but then all of a sudden amen life comes back into that body hallelujah color comes back into that body amen the spirit of life and and hope and, and movement comes back and it's amazing to you, you as you watch it unfold as you watch it take place and hallelujah that's exactly what God wants to happen in our hearts our minds and in our souls Amen. the first Adam that sold us out in the garden man, that made a bad deal you might want to say Heaven, but God knew that from the very beginning of time that all this was going to take place he knew from the very beginning of time before the foundation of the earth that there was going to be a man called Jesus Christ he knew how all this unfold I've heard individuals say oh I wish I was in this time. I wouldn't have done that. Oh, yes, you would have. Don't take that being cocky. I'm just simply telling you, oh, yeah, we would have. We'd have been no different than the rest of them. You can go to the time of when they crucified Jesus Christ. The writer made it plain. The apostle Peter made it plain to him. For the scriptures to be fulfilled, it had to happen. It had to take place. He had to suffer. It was necessary. Jesus Christ couldn't get outside of going to that cross. It's no way under the sun, amen. But listen to the promise. He's he tries to condition his own disciples. His handpicked, amen. Twelve disciples, eleven of them actually. One of them, you know the story. And I'm not going. I can't preach the whole book. So I was mean, just so so. But as he handpicked them, amen, and chosen them, and but he began to. Try to instruct them and warn them and help them to understand what was fixing to unfold and what was fixing to take place in his life as he makes his way back to Jerusalem. But all he was doing was fulfilling. Hallelujah. Hear it this morning. Jesus Christ came to fulfill. Jesus Christ didn't come to destroy nothing. Here's what he come to destroy. He come to destroy the devil and the works of the devil and he came to destroy death. That's what he came to destroy. He didn't come to destroy the Old Testament or the laws. He came and fulfilled that. Amen. And what's been fulfilled to Jesus Christ. That's the reason you and I don't need a high priest this morning. Not a natural one. Not an earthly one. Because we got one amen that's sitting in the heavens. It's sitting in the tabernacle of the heavens. Hallelujah there's a high priest that's interceding for you and I right now. He never slumbers and he never sleeps. That's the reason you can call on him any time you get in trouble. And it don't matter how many calls on him. I tell you he don't miss not one call. That's the reason the Bible over and over. Amen. Especially even in the epistles. He that calls on Jesus believing. He that calls on Jesus believing. He that calls on Jesus believing. But don't don't stop there I mean because this Jesus can respond this Jesus has got ears to hear and arms Amen. that can reach down and a power that can move in our lives he's got a good tidings he's got a good news he's got something planted in our hearts he's got the seed and the Spirit of God he made to put it in our hearts and put it in our lives it can transform our life I'm telling you God's even tired of sick and dead and dry churches hell your guards is a thing. it's a part of a body Amen. that's living alive and well and healthy and on the prowl and on the move we're not intimidated by the dead we're not intimidated by our times I believe God can raise up a generation God in our day of time in 2022 have revival have a mighty move of God the our God has not changed he's the same yesterday today and
1: forever yeah.
0: Yeah. to deliver to heal and to make bad deals turn them around Turn those those pitfalls of life huh, those choices Amen, that's been made in life and help us to overcome them and be victorious over them. That's what this is all about. So as you look, even as we look at the lesson idea here this morning, amen, I have hope because what Jesus rose from the dead. Everybody believe that Jesus rose from the dead. Let me ask you another question. Do you believe Jesus died? You got to believe that. Do you believe that some of them out there said he just fainted? And they was coming up, was coming up all kinds of things. He was trying to cover. Trying to cover the bases. That's the reason they, they come to Pilate and requested to, to seal up the stone. To seal up the tomb. He said these, these bunch of deceivers said in three this deceiver, amen, said he's gonna be he's gonna, raise, gonna be raised up in three days. We gotta seal up the stone, but you watch Pilate. He said, Pilate said, You got some folks. You go do it. You know why I believe he said that? I believe inside Pilate knew hey he wasn't guilty. He was the Messiah. He said who he said he was. And if he said who he said he was, you do your best to seal it up, but you won't be able to seal it up. You do your best to put all the guards you want to, but I'm telling you, those guards are not going to stop it. When you get a real revelation of who Jesus Christ, I'm telling you, the devil that's singing you, singing your song of lies, Amen will lose its influence and power. Hey, I'm telling you, when you get a real revelation of the love of God and the power of God, the power of this world, the loss of this world don't have near. He won't have it won't have the effect and the pull up on you. I'm telling you, there's no greater pull, there's no greater joy, there's no greater peace, there's no better life to live than live for Jesus Christ and to be in the house of God and live for God with assurance and the peace and you know everything's gonna be
1: alright. That's the
0: reason God don't want his people full of anxiety. I want to be good here. I want to be kind. But we can't lean on the arm of flesh. You can't put your confidence and faith in the arm of flesh. We got to trust God. God. The just walks by faith. Right on the lessons, one of my favorite songs. We normally sing it about every Easter. Because he lives. Because he lives. Because he has conquered the enemy called death. By himself. As the first fruits. The enemy death has not been conquered. In fact, the epistles have taught us that in the end time, this is going to be the final enemy that's defeated, called death. Now watch this. It doesn't really matter if we believe in the resurrection or not. We're all gonna experience it. We're all gonna experience a resurrection. Every soul is going to be resurrected at some point and at some time. And so our goal, our goal, amen, as a writer has written unto us, and especially when you go to Revelation, the 20th chapter, and he talks about the first resurrection. Blessed, blessed is the first resurrection. That's the group that you and I want to be in. That's where we want to find ourselves when that hour comes and that moment comes. Not in the second one. Not whenever the sea gives up its dead. And, and, and hell, which is actually the grave at this point, gives up its dead. No, oh, I want to be a part of those. It was in that first resurrection that Paul writes about to the Corinth church and Paul writes to the Thessalonian church and encourages us to comfort ourselves with these words and that's in that first resurrection. It's gonna happen in a moment in the twinkle of eye to be with the one called Jesus Christ. But to really believe in this resurrection, you gotta believe that he died as a man. I, I seen this on a, a sign, I won't say word, but said it, uh, uh, I've got just it's something about God's dead or God's not dead. Where God never died, the Spirit of God never died, folks. That's the reason the Holy Ghost had to leave that body. God don't need blood. He don't need oxygen. He don't need you. He don't need trees. He don't need nothing. He's God. He's everlasting to everlasting. He fills all space, time, and he. God is a spirit. The only man that you, only God that you and I are going to see, and the one that sits on that throne, is the man, the one person called Jesus Christ, that paid the price. There's no three persons in the Godhead. There's no two persons in the Godhead. The Holy Ghost overshadowed Mary and brought forth from a virgin a son called Jesus. That's the reason all the power in heaven and earth's been given to Jesus. Amen. He's the one that even God, if you read on the sonship, the end of the sonship, and when the judgment times, it's going to be the one that we face and stand before. Talks about the white throne of judgment, the eternal judgment, and so anyway, I'm saying all this to help us to understand because you know what, Amen. If, if we don't read our Bibles on a regular basis, if we don't go to the house of God on a regular basis, if we don't do these certain things, those things seem to fade out. That's the that's the snare of the devil. Amen. That's, you know, this pandemic. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's the reason some places wound up closing up. And, 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 and you know what? Some people decided I can do just as good without church as I can with it. But I'm telling you, none of us can survive without it. For sake, not the assembling of yourself. How many is thankful we can be able to assemble today? How many is thankful the families are able to assemble? Amen. That we don't have to get out in the yard. And, you know, you got to sit over yonder and... Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. We went into the hospital yesterday. And didn't even have to wear a mask. I put it in my pocket just in case. I don't fuss with them. If they want to put it on. I'm going to put it on. Amen. They don't bother me. I'm, I'm not one way or the other. But if they don't stop me, I don't put it on. <laughs> I mean, but, but nobody else is doing it, so I didn't. I mean, you know, anyway. I'm just telling you, but thank God. We're, we're, you know, thank God. You know what I think helped most of that? People praying. People lifting up to God and saying, hey, God, they want to shut us down, and we want to symbol to worship you. we it is not to worship man. we symbol to worship you. And so God begins to move, and God begins to operate. Could it be that God used? Anyway, I don't need to get on all that. Well, that's past. Thank God. That's in the past. But but when you go to and you watch what he's saying here, he talks about the condition of a man that's without food. And, 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 and so here we are spiritually. And so Ephesians 2 2, 1, and 5. And, and, and I won't read a portion. You have to quickened. I mean, brought alive or made alive. Quickened, caused to come back alive. Who were dead in trespasses and sins. And we've all been there. Again, Paul's writings in Romans and talks about all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We're all in the same boat.
1: <laughs>
0: well, well, what's this one <laughs> Even after the baptism of the Holy Ghost, if we're not real careful, we'll find ourselves having to do what? Come back to an altar. God, Bishop Holden, really in the last couple of months, in the last six weeks, he's really focused on repentance. And calling on his own house. He said to repent, we got to repent. And he's right. Amen. we got to repent. We've got to die. That's what Paul talks about. Dying daily tying out to self, dying out to, amen, to, to, to what I want and how I want it and being a sport brat and I got to have it my way. The more on target than we want to realize, amen, fussing and fighting and bickering, amen, it, it ought not be, Paul said, especially in the church, why? We died out to self and we've given ourselves over to one call, and that's Jesus Christ. We got one that'll lead us and guide us called the Holy Ghost. We've tasted, experienced something that's greater than who and what we are. Praise God. But he goes on. He says, For in time passed, he walked according what to the Course. And that Course actually can be translated also as age, world that you're in. How many would agree with me this morning that the spirit of iniquity is far greater than it was 20 or 30 years ago? If you don't believe that, visit your high school. I'm not downcasting. I'm just telling you, visit the high school. You'll be totally shocked at what goes on in that high school that 20, 25 years ago wouldn't have been put up with. But they had the backing of the government. They had the backing of parents. They had the... They Don't have it today, not as a whole. Not as why the spirit of iniquity is working, it's working to deceive and to beguile and to, and to get into our lives and rob us, and so. We've all been there. We've experienced this walking according to the course of this world, amen. According to the prince of the power of the air, amen. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversations. And time passed in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And we're by nature the children, amen, of wrath, even as others. This is where we had this is Paul's writing to Galatians. This is where we found ourselves. But God, thank God for that fourth verse. But God, God, that's what who is rich in mercy for His great love we in he loved we'll tell you there's no greater love than this that a man laid down his life later on he talks about and he calls Jesus Christ the great shepherd what's the difference between the great shepherd and the hiring shepherd the shepherd that known the sheep so he's not gonna sacrifice his life he's not gonna take the chance hallelujah hallelujah brother Randy said something at the store the other day he don't even have a clue what I'm fixing to say hallelujah but he was talking about military and was talking about fighting and talking about highway patrolmen and things of that nature and he simply made a statement he said well they want to see what's in you and they go to to see whether or not, Amen. If you got enough in you until you're willing to fight until the last breath, uh, the last breath you got into, and the last heartbeat in you, the Holy Ghost smote at me and said that that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for some believers, Amen, that'll preach this gospel with the last breath they got in them. I'm looking for some believers, Amen, that believe this until the last heartbeat, Amen, and even on that deathbed or on that crucifixion block, we wouldn't be hesitant, Amen, to run the race and fight the fight and finish. Your, that's what a resurrecting power do for you. But the absence of experiencing this, you'll doubt it. You'll question it. You'll be hesitant about if I can do it or not. You know why some people are hesitant about if they can live this Godly life or not? It's because they never really experienced the baptism of the Holy Ghost. If you experienced the true baptism of the Holy Ghost, you just found out I've got something that comfort me. I just experienced something to help me. And if I'll just tend to it a little bit, if I'll just give myself to it, if I'll just submit to it on a regular basis, it'll always bring me through. It always, the Bible says it, what it was, guide. The Holy Ghost can navigate you. Anybody ever use that GPS? I ain't going to say this part, I'll leave it alone. But that voice, let me put it that way. <laughs> There's been a few times. I remember some of the first time we used it. And, and especially like when you go on vacation, you ain't familiar with the area. And so you just got to kind of depend on it and hope it gets you back to the camp. Hope it gets you back to the motel room. Hope you get you back wherever you need to go. You know, you call it home up there. <laughs> Amen. But you know what? The one I always like is 199 Moore Road to Purgason, Mississippi. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's home. Amen. Get me back home. That's the voice I've been looking for. But anyway, that's what God's doing. It's his voice. Amen. By the written. But you know what? God just didn't give us a, be a voice. Hallelujah. He, gave, he wrote it down, baby. It's written. It's written. It's a different thing to voice. Make an agreement with somebody, a promise with somebody with a handshake. But today, amen, you've got to uh, get it written down. It's hey, something about the power of the written word of God. That's the reason David said, let me have it written on the tables of my heart, that I might not sinned against thee. But this is what the Holy Ghost will do. It will take the written word of God that's written on the tables of our heart and it will come the voice through that written word of God to navigate us and to guide us. Amen. And to warn us against the snares and the traps of the enemy. That's warned against our minds. It's trying to rob us of our souls. It's trying to rob us of our inheritance. It's trying to rob us. Amen. Of eternal life. Amen. But thank God for the resurrecting power of the Holy Ghost that you and I can experience through the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. That can be a voice in our lives. A Us, Amen. Watch this. The letter killeth, but the spirit Give given to life. You can't even get a true revelation and understanding of the letter without the Holy Ghost to guide and lead you and open your eyes and open your understanding because it can't be man done. It can't be done by man alone. Man can't save himself. Are you hearing me this morning? Man can't save himself with his own knowledge, with his own skill, with his own education, with his own money or with nothing else. It don't matter who your grandma was. It don't matter who your grandpa was. It don't matter how good they done or how bad they done. But what you and I can do is make this thing a personal relationship. Amen. I can't save myself by calling on the name of jesus christ and experiencing the resurrected power of jesus it doesn't matter about all the rest it don't make any difference of gender don't make any difference of what color it doesn't matter what geographical location upon this earth that you live when you begin to acknowledge there is a god and there is a creator and with honesty and with sincerity you begin to cry out to him this God will show up. This God will show up. And so, what the writer's telling us, Hey man, we've got to get to that place. It's, it's to hunger and thirst after His righteousness. I won't go through the range of those scriptures. I would like to go to the 10th verse. Paul's writings in Galatians 2 and 10 says, where are His workmanship. Where Jesus Christ is workmanship. You and I that have experienced the resurrection, have experienced, it's called the earnest, it's called the down payment, it's what it's called. You and I that have experienced that, we become his workmanship. You and I become the ones that begin to manifest His goodness, His grace, His mercy, His long-suffering, His kindness. We've experienced it on a personal basis in our own personal lives. And now we begin to bear what the Bible calls nine fruits of the Holy Ghost. I won't take the time to name all of them, but but we know if you go back and study them and look at them, they're not not of our nature. Back up a few verses. We once worked the course, amen, book of the prince of the air and the lust of our own minds and hearts. And... The course of the, or the nature that we was born in. Our nature had to be changed. Or we had to receive another nature called the nature of God through the measure of the Holy Ghost. And now this nature. And there is that conflict and that war that goes on even inside of us. Anybody ever have a, a war? World War III <laughs> going on right here? it it's about as well be because it's your soul and it's eternity and as far as you are concerned it's might as well be World War III going on right here over my soul and over my eternity. I could take you to the cross and they call it the skull because the battle's in the skull. That's the reason Paul's writings again in Galatians says the renewing of the mind. Hallelujah. And we're in the warfare of of, the lifetime in the spiritual realms. But we want to, we want to, can I just be honest? Here's how we want to handle it. We want to build more hospitals. We want to add on more rooms. We want to come up with more medications. And we want to give it names and titles and think we can come up with some remedy through some type of pill or through some type of shot. And please don't take, I'm not down in the medicine. I'm not down in none of that. I'm just simply telling you that's how we're going to deal with some of this. And of amen, making our way to the house of God and experiencing the true resurrection of Jesus Christ. Because of Jesus Christ, amen to, to set free and deliver a man called a lunatic hallelujah that couldn't clothe himself amen that, that, that tore the irons and, and and withers and things of that nature and lived in the tombs and, and he could cause him in one visitation and one touch amen and cause him to put on clothes and be of, of a sound mind sitting and eating hallelujah i'm telling you he's no less today he's no less this morning amen to move in our hearts our minds and our spirits and lift our burdens and give us direction that's what the resurrecting power do that's a voice amen that's a reason we're not full of anxiety and in all this other job. That's the reason, you know, I don't let all this political stuff bother me. Well, y'all looking at me like? I'm going to vote right. I'm going to vote for the best man I feel can hold the job and do it right. I'm going to do that, and I'm going to pray for him. I'm also going to pray for the,
1: I'm
0: going to pray for the guy that's in there now. I'm going to pray for him. I'm going to pray for the vice president. I'm going to pray, God, you have your way help them, they need help they need our prayers every senator, every representative they need, we need to pray for the White House my goodness that's what Paul instructed us to do pray for all men, no matter who they are where they're at, pray for them, that we might, might live peaceable lives okay church I'm talking to general here okay church, church of the living God all the congregations that gathered this morning. Regardless of what banner you call yourself. And you believe in the resurrection. What are we doing about it? Are we fulfilling these obligations and responsibilities? Or could it be that the real problem of our world. Is not the White House. It's the church house. Because of the lack of experiencing the true revelation and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Because whenever you sell out to this... God help me here. Everybody ever get nervous? I just wonder how boys done the other day. I hope you pray for him Wednesday. Was Wednesday, right? The test? Tuesday. Well, I prayed Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Praise God. (laughs) Because you know why? Because I I know where they're at. I know how it feels to be under the gun. And you're not too good at it. You're not real good at spelling and pronouncing words and remembering all that. And, And you're thinking, what's wrong with me? I just read that. Why can't I recall that? So you know what we've done? We took some of these prayer cloths and anointed them with oil. And some would say, well, that's so foolish. That's right. To some, the, the cross was foolish to them too, and it's going to cost them. And some of them thought they was too educated to experience the cross. They thought it's too weak. But to us that believe, the cross is the power of God unto salvation. Because they didn't stop at the cross. He went further than that. Watch this. Jesus could have come off of that cross. He could have, you know. <laughs> and that's pretty, Probably God don't let us, and, and I'm not trying to be foolish here, but, but Jesus could have looked down there and said, your teeth fall out, and they would have hit the ground. <laughs> it wouldn't be a little funny. I'll just be honest with you. If I'd have been standing there with some of them guys coming by and making light of him, making fun of him, and all of a sudden Jesus said, "Put the nose on the side of their head," I'll show them what I can do. Like coming off this cross, he could have, but this is not a show. He was paying a debt. He's paying a price. But you know what? Now watch this. <laughs> Even when the soldier pierced the side. In the darkness, even a centurion said, Surely this was the Son of God. And then at the tomb, the guards when the angel came and rolled that stone back, because Mary and them had already fret and worried. They they weren't sure. They weren't sure about what the condition of the tomb. They were not sure. But thank God, now watch this, and I, I know I'm, I'm going to have to hurry just a little bit here, but, but watch this, Joseph, a man, whenever, whenever he was, was, was moved or stirred, it was in your, in, your, in your lesson, a rich man, Isaiah talked about it, that, that he would be in the grave of the rich. Amathea, that's, that's who he was. He was a rich man that had a tomb that had never been occupied. Never been used. Watch this. It was a borrowed tomb. Jesus didn't need it but for three days. Man, I couldn't help but think about this. Praise God. I don't know if I'll experience this or not. There's a possibility. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm 62, so the possibility is getting greater. Amen. To, to experience a tomb. Hallelujah. But you know what? I'm just going to bury it. <laughs> it's not going to be an everlasting thing. It's just a bar thing. In fact, Jesus got onto the Pharisees because they, they, they took those, those tombs, amen, and, and he talks about how they took those st- stones and whitewashed them and, and made big things as memorials, amen, but he talks about, but inside those tombs, it's, it's like a dead man, dead man's bones, and there's those life in him, but I thank God this morning, that you and I, we can even go to that grave. Amen. With assurance. And your family with assurance. That this is not the end of the journey. It's just a comma. It's not a period. It's not a done deal. Amen. But I know one thing. There's going to be a resurrection. And it's going to happen in a moment. I'm of an eye. Because I've already tasted I've already experienced it. I know my Savior's alive and well. Amen. But that's the reason we pray. That's the reason we worship. That's the reason you felt in that song. And in this service already. The, the resurrecting power of God. yeah I've I've been in funerals before and there's a difference it's what Paul talks about it's what he wrote unto the Thessalonians about a man talks about because the Thessalonians had been written to them how the Christ had done come and the hope of the resurrection they were not going to be a part of it and all this and and so you know it went on and so he's writing to them the second chapter first Thessalonians the latter part of that chapter and he's writing to him he's telling them to comfort one of these words and what he's talking about he said the whole those that have no hope no look it's the hopes in Jesus Christ Paul goes on another place and he talks about he said don't we have hope only in this world but in that one too come. That's the reason it's so important to, to understand and, and, and about this resurrection, amen, that took place, that unfolded, that transpires amen, through Jesus Christ. It's not just another Easter Sunday, hallelujah, but thank God hallelujah, and, and, and I, I'm not going to focus on this because this is good and thank God people we do it, amen. Why do we bind you clothes if we can you know, and if God allows, and you don't have to don't don't take it the wrong way, but 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 you bind you clothes, amen. Why the newness of God? That's what it is, New day. Hallelujah. It's going to be a new day too. Gee, that's what Easter's about. The resurrection gives us an opportunity, even upon this earth, to put on newness. Amen. To put on Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Put on things that we couldn't in our own power and own ability. Hallelujah. Now we're going to put on Jesus Christ, the newness of life. Hallelujah. The promises laid waiting on the other side. Hallelujah. That's what this resurrection is all about. That's a reason. Amen. We don't just celebrate it on Easter Sunday, though. But thank God we were celebrating and, and, and walk in it on a daily basis. of The resurrecting power of God that walks with us. On a Monday, as well as on a Sunday, or a Tuesday, or Wednesday, or Thursday, or a Saturday, or a Friday, or any other day of the week, or any other moment in our lives, so we give ourselves, amen, to the call and to the election of Jesus Christ, the experience of this way. Please don't lose out, amen, the opportunity you even got here this morning. I may be some old country preacher, but I'm here to tell you, I'm telling you something come from God. It's a promise from God. This is not a promise from man, this is a promise from God. The baptism, the Holy Ghost, the experience, and the resurrection, hearing the gospel, which is repentance and baptism in Jesus' name, the infant. We're speaking with new tongues. The Spirit of God gives you the utterance. It's in your book. It's in your book. It's in this book. (laughs) Praise God. I know I haven't really got started. So I'm trying. But. Uh, but, but watch this He tried to prepare the disciples He tried to warn them You go to Matthew the, the 20th chapter and go to Matthew the 16th chapter In both places Amen. He addressed the disciples and warned them He warned them what was fixing to take place As We go to Jerusalem I'm, I'm going to be turned over to the Gentiles And I'm going to be scourged And I'm going to be beaten And I'm going to die <laughs> Matthew the 16th chapter Watch this Peter, Peter, Peter rebukes him Not so hard But but Jesus responds unto him, calls him the son of the devil, the son of Lucifer. Why? Offense. Stumbling. The will of God. This is the will of God. This must happen. Amen. I must. It's necessary that I go to that cross and pay this price. For you to have life for the four thousand years of prophecy the four thousand years of promise to be fulfilled i've got to go to the cross but not only do i have to go to the cross i got to go to the grave they got to put me in the ground and it's amazing if you watch the lives of the disciples amen in that three-day period how they hid themselves and how one another was blaming one another Amen. the pharisees and the sadducees are going to Pilate and said amen blaming it on the disciples are coming and getting the body after he was resurrected and the disciples was bringing on and mary come if y'all just went to to the garden keeper. And you know, if you just telling me where you put the body. They didn't really believe it. Though he had told them. Hmm. I started this, this lesson this morning. Do you really believe he died? Do you really believe that, that he was resurrected? If you really believe that then you want to, to, to become your savior. You want a fellowship with him. You want a companionship with him. Because that's what this is all about. What we lost in the garden. In a companionship with God. Has been bought back. Atoned. Hmm? Redeemed. That's what Jesus Christ. This fellowship. Even though these are earthen vessels. Now that measure the spirit of God. And that fellowship with us. Companionship with us. that, That we have felt in this service. This morning. In this house. Hmm. that's the reason the house of God is the most important place in you it's more important than your, your jobs your business your money making places Jesus says you can gain the whole world lose your soul what have you gained it's more important so somehow this morning if I could stir you and stir myself amen. That's, that's what happened he became stirred the, the lesson even talked about it uh, I'm going to jump over there. Amen. talked about how that he was stirred. Amen. About receiving the body. Let me have it. Man, he went to Pilate and, and beckoned for it. And, and another place John talks about, he talks about, he was a secret disciple. <laughs> but he come out, even Nicodemus came with him. And they wrapped that body, put the ornaments on it, and prepared it, a Jewish barrel if you please, and wrapped it up and put it in the tomb. <laughs> laid it there. But they became stirred. I hope somehow this morning you felt something, you've heard something that would stir all of us. This is this is one encounter that we don't want to miss. This is an opportunity that we don't want to let just slip by. We ought to be a man just one day too late. We ought to be one service too late. Because I'm telling you, as Paul wrote unto the Galatians, it's going to happen. It's going to happen in a moment. It's going to happen in the twinkling of an eye. And he wrote unto the Corinthian believers. He said, this mortal man is going to put on immortality. This corrupt man. David prophesied about our Lord Jesus Christ that his body wouldn't see corruption. And it didn't. Hallelujah. Three days in that grave. And here he comes, man. He comes up out of that grave conquering death. Hallelujah. Now through him, you and I can conquer death. You and I can conquer sin. You and I can come out of darkness. You and I can come out of the mire of the clay and the pull cool and the lust of the world. But he's the only one that can deliver us. He's the only one that can set us free. There is no other. Well, the Ford did didn't mention it this morning. You come up any other way, you come as a thief and a robber. Oh, oh, they some of my just says you narrow-minded. You better believe it. When it comes to salvation, there's only one name been given to us under heaven whereby men must be saved. There's only one name that you can cast out devils. There's only one name that you can heal the sick. There's only one name that you can get your sins washed away. There's only one name that's been given, and that name is Jesus Christ. And outside of those, there's, there's no salvation. There is no help. Amen. That's the reason he said, when you call on this name, if you call on this name with honesty and sincerity, guess what? He's going to show up. And when God begins to show up, He's going to start expounding to you, give you instructions and guidance. Amen. How to be saved. And how to live an overcoming life thank God for the voice uh, through the written word amen through the power of the fivefold ministry through the up of the power of the Holy Ghost you know what if you really start summoning this thing up, because the Holy Ghost says well, he seals us is what Paul wrote it. he seals us anybody ever received something that was sealed hmm. it wasn't open was it certified letter you got a sign for it sealed it's an individual to you this thing has been sealed Sealed with the blood of Jesus. Sealed with the signature of God. As he moved on holy men. He moved them. He stirred them. It wasn't a man's idea. It was a God's idea. To give us this word. And you know what? He's going to hold us accountable. Each and every one of us here this morning. He's going to hold us accountable. Revelation 20 talks about it. The books are going to be open. Amen. The book of life. and, And then the books... Man, it's going to be and We're going to have to give an account. So it was going to pay us to read this. It's going to pay us to study it. It's going to pay us, amen, to take out the time and say, God, I want to know you. I want to know you in that resurrecting power. I want to know you in the power of your grace, of your mercy, and your power, and your love. I want to know you. I want to walk with you. I want to experience your, your greatness and your kindness and, and the, the powers of your, your goodness upon our lives. Uh, I would love to got the singers back up here. Amen. to sing that song again. I don't know if it's possible. I know some of them is going to Sunday school classes and all that. Amen. But uh, I would have loved to have done that. But uh, uh, see if we can pull that off. I don't know if we can or not. We're going to try. Amen. Why? Amen. He's called us out of darkness. Anybody ever been in a dark place? You ever been lost? You ever been lost at night? No lights? Well, it's a scary feeling, isn't it? It's amazing what your mind will start doing, too. you start seeing all kinds of boogers. Them trees become monsters. Every little limb in the road's a snake. <laughs> Every little thing that brushes against you. Whoa! Thank God for light, right? You ever been doing something, you know, and that's the best thing for them phones, is that light on the back of it. That's the best use for that phone. Light. He's the light. He's the light of the world. That's what John, 40 years writing after Matthew, Mark, and Luke. He's the light of the world. He's the light unto every man. You've got to know him for yourself. Just like when Israel, I, I didn't get, to get into that part, Isaiah talks about it. Talks about when the earth gives up its dead, it's going to cast him out. All the dead is going to be resurrected, all coming forth. No one's going to be exempt. I've heard stories where individuals had their bodies burnt and spread out across the four different states and creeks and most to go out into the Atlantic and, and different things and all this, but don't worry. When God gets ready to call him back, I don't care what fish is eating. <laughs> I don't care what stream he went down, what, what rock that little, little grain lodged upon. When God calls him, he's coming together. I mean, if this God can call the valley of Ezekiel, the 37th chapter together, dried parts, bones, and by the power of the preaching of the word of God. See, that's what preaching's all about. And some people don't like preaching, but they need to read that right there. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. This is how you're going to be saved. I'm not talking about just getting the Holy Ghost. This is how you're going to be saved. Not just getting the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about even after the Holy Ghost. You still got to have a preacher. You still got to have a five-fold ministry. You still got to have a place that you can gather together because you may get off and by yourself, amen. You're more prone to get when you're by yourself to
1: get off
0: course. That's when you got to come have a preacher in your life, a voice in your life, an evangelist in your life, a prophet in your life, amen. Somebody to instruct us and guide us and lead us and help us along this journey. Because we can't make it by ourselves we got to have help and you know what god nobody when he couldn't swore by nobody no greater than himself he swore by himself to abraham and now he's the one through this resurrecting power called the holy ghost to experience it so i would like for us as all the singers y'all two go sing it by yourself okay come on singers praise god i didn't think so hallelujah We want them to come and we want to sing this again and 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 we want we want god listen to it listen what it's saying Uh, if nothing else if if you don't respond in a physical way this morning let me pray that a seed would be planted in your heart this morning a seed would be planted in your mind and in your spirit today the seed of the word of god the seed that you can experience you could experience this resurrection in a different way than you ever experienced it We talk about it. We sing about it. But to really experience it for yourself. To know it. To taste it. To to have an idea about it. There's nothing like it. You see them new clothes on you? There's a new spirit he wants to put on you. There's a new encounter. He wants to walk with us. Day in and day out. This God loves us. God's in the saving business. God's in the healing business. The world, the devil, the world that we're living in today is full of chaos. It's full of trouble. It's heartaches and disappointments. Behind the scenes is the spirit of iniquity that's hardened the hearts. That's hardened the conscience of man. Fifty years ago, if we had preached a word like this, can I just be honest this morning? These altars would be full already. People crying and reaching out for God. But sin and darkness has an ability about it through Hollywood and it shears the conscience, that hardens the conscience of man. that Gets him into a place that he just can't hear, that he just won't respond hopefully and prayerfully this morning that that some walls could be tore down. Because really it's a personal thing for each and every one of us I included to know this Savior. To experience this resurrection. This glory. The power. The newness of life. The Bible calls him the author and finisher. The Bible says that we're his workmanship how does he do that through the word through the holy ghost through services just like this this morning As he has spoken to us and moved upon us and we felt you know how we can celebrate this morning with a little jubilee in us and I believe everybody's felt
1: <laughs>
0: we felt him he's alive writer mentioned that song and I talked about that Bill Gates wrote because he lives I can face tomorrow but the writer went on to say and I agree with him a hundred percent but better than that because he lives (laughs) I can face today I can face today we're living in a cruel world Don't think we're not. We're looking in a world where the devil's doing everything he can to take the advantage of people's minds and hearts and lives and voices, speaking to them to go in directions. I'd love to say something. I'm I'm not. not. But an incident happened just in the last few few days that helps us realize how wicked. You see those violent acts? You know what happened? That's just a little glimpse what the devil would do if he gets the opportunity it's not that God don't exist and God don't care it's the prince of the air and those that would, won't resist him but, but gives themselves over to hurt gives themselves over to anger that gives themselves over to malice that gives themselves over to root of bitterness and envy and strive these are spirits that wars against us Blinds us. And if we're not careful. Listen to them sometimes. They justify their actions. Some go as far as saying. God told me to do this. But the Bible says. Thou shalt not murder. God don't speak contrary to this. It's a lie from the devil. It's a lie from that voice. The same way with lying. Deceiving. and All of it. All works the same way but thank God for truth thank God for that voice that can speak to us and when to make the right turns kind of take you back to that GPS you ever been driving alone in your territory and that voice says make a right turn but it's nothing but a cliff road don't even exist you're crazy I ain't about to. when that voice speaks to you something and it's contrary to this counsel the voice I don't care who it's coming through I don't care what they call themselves and how close they are to you. I'm telling you when it contrary to this, it's, it's no good. Only the book's going to back it up. Only the word of God to back it up. And God don't have any problem at all backing up what he said he can do. That's the reason he can show up on an Easter Sunday morning with the power of his presence and the power of his anointing. And let us know I'm alive and well. He's alive and well to work in our lives today. Today. Today work in our lives today. I can face tomorrow because, but I can face today because He lives. I can face my trials, I can face my heartaches. I can face my disappointments in life because He's with me. He promised He'd never leave me nor forsake me, but He'll walk with me. What about it this morning as we stand, amen, and let's listen to this song and these altars open or, or prayerfully and hopefully, Something's been said and you felt something here this morning that'll stir you, that'll move you, that'll make you say, you know what, I'm going to know this resurrection for myself. I'm going to experience it for myself. This pathway of holiness and godliness and wholesome way. It's not a lawless way. It's a godly way. It's an awesome way. God bless you this morning. God bless the sea. you this morning <laughs> into his glorious light. The Bible calls us earthen vessels, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You know what we're doing? We're to manifest his glory, his righteousness, his powers that operates and flows through us as he uses us for his honor. Love you this morning. Appreciate you. Please join us for the candy ring following in the fellowship hall. God bless you. You're dismissed the fear of the Lord. You have a great evening. No service tonight. God bless you.